0: The Madison, Wisconsin chapter of Students for Free Tibet held an outdoor movie screening this Thursday, October 4th, to raise awareness of the Nangpala Pass shootings that European climbers videotaped in September 2006. Nangpala Pass is both a common trade route between Tibet and Nepal, and a popular Himalayan mountain climbing locale. Since China's occupation of Tibet, many Tibetans seeking refuge in exile will travel through Nangpula Pass. On September 30, 2006, 75 Tibetan refugees, among them many young children, and their two guides were trying to enter Nepal illegally via the Himalayan Nangpula Pass. Chinese border security soldiers opened fire on the group and killed Kelsang Namso, a 17-year-old nun, just before the refugees entered the pass. Kun Sang a 23-year-old man, was hit in the leg twice and then taken away by the Chinese border police, and is believed to have died later. The Chinese claimed that their soldiers fired in self-defense, but the video shot by the European mountain climbers shows that is a lie. After the shootings, the Chinese border police captured and detained many from the group so that only 41 survivors reached the Tibetan Refugee Transit Center in Kathmandu, Nepal. Two weeks later, the remaining refugees arrived at their destination in Dharamsala, India. I interviewed two of the Students for a Free Tibet SFT, members who helped organize this outdoor screening of the documentary Blood Over Nangpala in downtown Madison. First, we hear from Peta.
1: This is the first year anniversary, and we decided to do something about it. We had a meeting for weeks and trying to figure out what we what we can do to make a difference. So everybody came up with the different ideas. Some people wanted to do drama. Some people want to show a movie, and then I, yeah, I wanted to show a movie too. And uh, when we decided on the movie, we had to wait for the Seattle people to, to come up with the documentary movie. So. So it's finally here, and today's the date that we picked. We are here in UW campus. We are trying to make people listen. People people should listen and be aware of what uh, what's going on and what has happened last year.
2: How many people were involved in the organizing?
1: We have around 10 people, 10, like Tibetan, and by like a uh, few Americans.
2: What's your goal?
1: Well, our goal is not that hard to achieve because um we just want any everybody to be aware that's about it. I mean like making people hear the the honest and the, what is true and what is like um what has been happening for the past fifty years since Chinese took over country and um giving Tibetan people such a hard time. And so many people died in Nampala Pass, you know. So many people died and nobody heard about them. And this year we have uh, evidence to, sh- to show it to the rest of the world. And that's why we are here in, like, um, in this, um, university, trying to tell, like, a student and um, anybody, whoever's, like, wants to hear anything about Tibet and be aware of, like, what is happening over there. We actually went around the blocks, you know, and chalk uh, about the movie and tried to tell people about it.
2: How many uh, Tibetan community members
1: Year. Well, about like five or six, I'm not, they're not much but because I mean like we, we, try, we try not to get involved with Tibetan community this time because we are doing it separately for, for the, for the Tibetan in some different time and they'll be able to watch it with us and we will do a skit and we will do a fundraising and we will do, I mean like this year we're thinking about making a big difference, you know, I mean this majority of uh, the this they seem like, you know, they want to get involved in this um, S F T. And I hope that we will achieve what, what we want to do. And uh, we actually, SFT is one reason which like, makes Tibetan people come together in here in this little s- small community here in the United States, Madison, Wisconsin.
2: So you're planning on holding a second event?
1: Yes, indeed, actually. And uh, this time it's going to be only for Tibetan. I mean, like, you know, for um, like parents and elder wow. people who doesn't have much time to come to the university in downtown because most of the time they have a work and we're going to have to pull, like, uh, this this event in some weekends or where more people will be able to make it okay we're having such a hard time here because you know like we only have a time from 5 to 7 to show the movie and we have a projector and screen and everything ready and sound system and everything that we needed but the problem is that it's not dark enough to like to watch it so the screen seems like nothing on there. But actually there's a movie playing. So it's because of the sun problem. So we need the sun to set so it will get darker. So everybody will be able to see what is going on, not only here, what is, what has happened.
2: Have you ever organized an event before?
1: No, never. This is probably my, oh actually, um, back then in high school we do everything by ourselves and uh, we were like the first group actually came up with like Tibetan dance uh, group here in our community and we are the first people and now we have influenced so many younger generation and now like even the kids like um like just been recently born and it's hard like you know hardly can walk but they're still practicing Tibetan dance so i think yeah we, we made some difference like back, back then in high school but this is like probably one of the first time you know that i got involved with sft and um what we are doing is something that you know like that getting involved with everybody different race here in university and our uh, students
0: other SFT members at the event were handing out leaflets to give passerby more information about the Nongpala shootings. We hear now from Tenzin.
3: Well, we're trying to get some words out about Nongpala pass shooting last year, that happened September 30th of 2006, and we're just trying to show what actually happened at the mountain pass. I've been handing out a lot of uh, flyers, uh, almost about 150 so far. There are quite a few people actually watching, but there's a few Tibetans here as well to support us, which is good. I try to get s- as many worries out as possible, but I guess it works somewhat.
2: <laughs> How do, do you think this is a successful event and why?
3: I would say yes and no. Our main target was to, actually our goal was to show it in a big projector screen, but apparently it's not dark enough right now. so. it's Not working, but as a flyer-wise, it's going great. We have made about 400, 400 or so copies of flyers, and we're almost done with all the flyers, so that means 400 people at least will be known about this event.
2: Have you ever organized an event about Tibet or anything else before?
3: I haven't personally organized anything, but I have attended a lot that has been organized, so no, I haven't.
2: How did you find this organizing experience?
3: Oh, it's tough, I tell you.
2: <laughs> would you do it again?
3: Oh, definitely, yes. It is, it is a great experience, though. Yes, I would do it again if we had a chance.
0: Is there anything else you'd like to tell the public?
3: Yes, just watch out for 2008 Olympic in China.
0: Next, I caught up with two foreign exchange students who had stopped, Lars from the Netherlands and David from Denmark. Their friend was too involved in a conversation with an SFT member to comment.
4: I was on my way to have a meal, and uh, we come here. We came by, and we were listening. We heard the noise, and we had just stopped and see what's going on here. So,
2: what do you think about what's going on here?
4: Well, now I you know it's uh, about uh, having more awareness about the Tibetan Tibetan uh, situation. That it's uh, occupied by uh, China by force Tibetans are trying to get their own land back like uh, the real sovereign state they're about letting the the world know and start <laughs> and here then in Madison to to tell people yeah that China is not Listening.
2: so have you ever heard of Tibet or the situation before today?
4: Uh, actually I did yeah yeah uh, it was I think it was also the movie that from uh, seven days in Tibet it does it's yeah I've seen that one and so you know a little bit what happened. And uh, you know you heard a lot about it. it, it actually, I'm from the Netherlands, so I I heard a, a, also a lot about it in the news. I don't know how much it is in the news here, but uh, we we have a lot of uh, news about that also, and like important people are. Uh, Famous people are uh, pro free Tibet and stuff. So yeah, I know a little bit about it. Yeah.
2: So do you think this event, this movie showing, is effective, or is there something else that should, we should be doing here in Madison?
4: I don't know uh, how much people were here in uh, like in the beginning. I don't know how long are you sh- uh, since when you were showing this movie, but. Uh, other things about getting more awareness um, That's a good question yeah because I know that they're doing a lot uh, like flyers also but also websites I know about and uh, it's very uh, a very big organization behind it so I don't know what there are what kind of things better things there are about uh, of getting more awareness. I think we have, like, like commercial infomercials about the situation also in the in the Netherlands about Tibet. So, I think that's the strongest medium. So, this, this is all, yeah, this is good, but uh, television, of course. Eh?
2: How long have you been in the U.S.?
4: Five weeks now.
2: And during those five weeks, have you run across any mention of Tibet or Tibetans?
4: No, in the U.S., no. No, it's... Five weeks, no. No, I haven't, sorry.
2: Do you think that you are better informed as your US counterparts? Uh, I don't know.
4: Um, I know a little, or I know like, I don't know how much an American knows, but I know that the average American knows less about the rest of the world than people from Europe. So I don't know in how far they know about Tibet, probably not, not that much.
2: How are you liking Madison? I
4: like it here, yeah. I'm getting used to the living here and uh, uh, learning uh, a lot of people and nice classes, so nice going out here. Nice people, nice girls.
2: Okay, and you are? I'm David. Okay, and were you? Are you friends with Lars here?
4: Uh,
5: Yes. I have to uh, admit that.
2: How did you meet?
5: We are both exchange students here for this semester, so we met at uh, some of the introduction exchange students programs.
2: Uh, I'm from Denmark. Ah. So, what did you know about Tibet before today? Yes, I did. Uh,
5: Also from the movie, he mentioned uh, seven years of Tibet, and uh, I've seen a lot of uh, Tibetan monks in Denmark also, and um, there was actually a big event in Denmark with Tibet some years ago, I think it's five or six years ago, where they gathered the Greenland soccer team and the Tibet soccer team, and they played the the national teams against each other in, in Denmark. Um And that was uh, mentioned a lot in the press, and I think that's a way of getting focus on the problem uh, politically, because you, you can inform about it in, in doing an active event. This is also an active event, but I think it's, it's more passive if, because it's more like it's more like people gathering and not really uh, not really making something new. It's mostly like, hey, this is a problem. Not trying to, to solve it. I think that's a problem by this type of event.
2: So you recommend a soccer game or
5: not necessarily, but think outside the box. Do something new. Do something actively, and maybe do something that is not directly connected to the problems. Like not trying to directly put focus on the problem, but by yeah, for example, playing a soccer team that people would look and, on this soccer game. And they themselves have, would have to, in their head, to, to think about, hey, why is this a political issue because, oh, it's because Tibet, they're not a nation, and why are they not that when they have a soccer team and, like, a whole uh, a group of people claiming to be uh, from Tibet? Why can't they have a national team? So, so I think that was a really good way of, uh, of focusing about the problem. Have you watched the whole documentary, or have you been talking? Uh, no, I've only been talking, and there's
2: <laughs> Do you think, well, from what you've seen, do you think it's powerful, or good, or bad? What do you think of this, the video?
5: Um,
2: it seems, um, maybe pretty
5: powerful, because it has, uh, like, a, a good voice speaking. Uh, but I think it's still a little too light to be seeing the movie with this yet yeah, technology <laughs> set up. But, but I think the problem could be that people just passing by would not get like the whole thing out of the movie. So you, you would have to stop and and look and that's hard if you have people walking by being busy. It's a good idea to make some kind of an event but I don't think it it is so powerful as it could have been if it was arranged in another way. Doing something actively uh, that can be published in the media maybe gathering all the Tibet uh, students here at Madison and doing something together instead of just Uh, focusing on the problem but doing something together that could make them remind of uh, a unified uh, citizens of a country and then doing something else with that and then let everybody like the soccer game think why are they together as a country Oh, and they're not even from a country because the country has been occupied by China. Something like that would be an idea. I don't think this event has changed my uh, how I see the problem about Tibet. Because I I think I was pretty well informed in advance and this is just something that reminds me about the problem, but I don't think I'll use this event to to do anything else.
2: So what's your major here? Uh,
5: Chemical Engineering.
0: And what's your
2: major? Uh,
4: Landscape Architecture.
0: Uh. Although SFT's target audience was students and passerby, some Tibetan community members also turned out for the show. I spoke with Sonam Law, who came to the event with her friend.
2: Why were you interested in coming? Because I'm a Tibetan and I want to support this cause. You, Abby, Hillary, you all are helping us
5: Tibetans so much in our cause. and If we cannot come and support you, then it
2: doesn't look nice. How do you think that this is
5: going? Uh, not bad. Only thing, when it gets a little darker, I hope the picture will, will be two more, two more two clearer and then there will be more attention. Yes.
0: Be the sky did eventually darken enough so the audience could watch the entire 20-minute documentary. The tentative date for the re-screening of Blood Over Nangpala, complete with skit and fundraiser, is Saturday, November 17th. Wisconsin Tibetan Radio will update you when plans are finalized.